Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Week three in college football. It's Cash the Ticket. Jim Costa, Mike Valeni. Still need a beverage sponsor. It's an interesting concoction you've got there. Well, I shouldn't have to add powder to drinks. We should have a beverage sponsor. Hello, sales. What's up, buddy? I'm, I'm good, great. I promise. Okay. It was just very upsetting. I had to buy it's the movie cocktail in here. I had to <laughs> mix my own little little energy potion. Okay. I'm ready to go. Revved up. Rate, review, subscribe. You guys know the drill. Podcasts. Video element on YouTube, Valenny Show with Rico. Find the Cash the Ticket tab. Watch the stuff that Evan's been putting up. Where do I find that T-shirt? I am wearing. Don't this think that's lost on me. For you and for everyone else. This Evan, is... can the camera see that? I mean, to stand. Can the up? people enjoy and indulge in the Jim Costa fashion wear of him wearing a shirt that is Jim Costa the meme at the MSU CMU game? Sad despair, the stare. <laughs> it's gorgeous. I'll tell you this: audience is undefeated. I love when people do creative stuff like this. I'll own it. I'll laugh at myself. I it's deserve beautiful. it. I deserve it. It's a very athletic fit as well. Oh, I just, I, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it as a compliment. They thought I was more of a schmedium as a. Uh, I put this on. I'm like, uh, all right, uh, don't, don't eat a big lunch today before the show. Jim is also in the middle of a 24-hour fast currently. <laughs> uh, no, look, I'm I'm excited, but I will tell you, this is uh, these are treacherous waters. This card is not easy. This is this is where you and I have a responsibility to each other, and we have a responsibility to you, the listener. We got to be very careful this week. So look, make every case you want to talk out of bets to have a slim line. I want the Jim Costa t-shirt of cards, athletic fit cards. The locale version this if week. If you go play in eight, nine, 10 games, I'm going to be very I'm, upset I'm not. I think it's six. Now we are going to talk through 16 games. That's content. That's which different. is content and a reminder. This is why man invented gambling because these are not great games. Week three is albeit a, a weak card for college football. Week four looks better. This is why we have gambling. This is why, because you can bet on a game where you're getting or giving as many as, what, 30 points? You ever wonder about stuff like that? What? Like when you brought up, this is why God invented gambling. Who's the first person to gamble and what did they gamble on? It's like, who's the first person who ate a lobster? Like who looked at the bottom of the ocean and went, ah, look at that, that giant sea cockroach. I'm gonna eat that thing. Boil it up. Yeah, I got some drawn butter, that'll pair well. Like gambling. What do you think? It was like uh, someone going out and hunting. You won't bring back this. How many pelts? Yeah. Like Bob and Leo go out to hunt and Bob's laying three and a half pelts to Leo. I, I don't know. Who's the first person to gamble? They're making sweatshirt bets back in the day. <laughs> Loins. Loins. Loin bet. Loincloth bets. <laughs> I got an unbelievable Nike throwback loincloth. and Barney Rubble going toe to toe. Yes. Yes. Um, look, let's be careful. And let's go into the woods, and we're going to walk together on this. And there is a potential challenge bet in here, mm -hmm. but I have to start somewhere else. But tell them about the board. Hit it. The board is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. All lines from FanDuel as of Thursday. Let's start Friday night. In other years, this will be our salute to service. Now, we've talked about this. <sighs> Jim went with Navy in the opening week. Oops. Man, they took us by sea. Me and you both bet against Army in week two. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Went excellent. That was actually week one, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Week zero, week one. We have not dabbled with the uh, storming the skies 
with Air Force. Our last bastion of defense. A year ago almost to the day, we had Air Force as a double-digit favorite in Logan, Utah, or wherever, Ogden, Utah. It is Logan. You, okay, Logan, Ogden's Utah. the minor league baseball team, the Raptors. Of course you know this. Taking on Utah State, Air Force, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Friday night, 8 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. Jim, this is where I'm going to be very careful. I wanted to ask you this. Should this be the salute to service play? Air Force has not looked impressive in any way, shape, or form. Last week, winning 13-3 to against Sam Houston State. That ain't going to get it done. Utah State's interesting. Now, whatever they did against Idaho State, I think they won 80-28 to or whatever. You just disregard it. Mm-hmm. Go back to their performance against Iowa. Hung in. They didn't show their ass. They played okay. This quarterback they got, Lagas. This is the kid that came in last year. Mm-hmm. Starter was injured. Lit up Air Force. Air Force, Larrier, their quarterback, has been meh. He's thrown six total passes in two games. The defense looks good. I wanted your opinion on this. Because as much as I want to play Air Force, I also wonder. We talked about this in the previews. They lost to Zeke Daniels. They lost a lot of their playmakers. They lost Brad Roberts. What do you do here? Well, they're supposed to have a defense, right? We talked about them. They were the the biggest threat in the Mountain West to Boise State. They haven't looked like it, though. No. And I got to lay nine and a half on Friday night. I talked my way out of this. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you, because I know we had some high hopes for Air Force. I'm starting to wonder if their offense is truly one-dimensional, even by option standards. And... Look, if you can't score, if you don't have explosives, you're not covering big numbers. And Lagos already cut this defense up last year. It's a stay away, but I am going to get you to bet on Air Force at or some against point, them at one point. At some point, we have to give our country a chance to defend the skies and have some level of defense. Not this week. Let's go to game number two. I know you got to play on this game one. Game number two. It's super trappy. No, I'm not playing this no, one. No, I thought no. with the super trappy headline, we are going to get mm, you involved. Super trappy. This is a noon kick on ABC. Number three, Florida State. Minus 26 and a half at Boston College. Chestnut Hill. And, Mike, hurricane winds in the area. So this is trappy with Clemson looming and a hurricane looming. That's where the points get a little interesting. You got a mobile QB on the side of BC. An under that's been bet down into the, the, the what, 47 territory. BC or pass. And we both love Florida State, but this uh, is the definition of, of a trappy spot. You got to take BC. No. 9% of tickets make up 12% of money. Ain't nobody betting Boston College. They're the last can of soup on the grocery aisle. Have you seen any of BC? I am not a supporter of the fight. So they had the play in week one where the quarterback extended the play like it was Madden and the other team's controller broke. He's this 5'10", Castellanos guy. He runs around, makes plays. If this turns into a low-scoring, windy, wet game, I'd like having the points, but I am not a meteorologist. I don't know if the hurricane's going to hit. And Florida State's Florida State. No, it's it's the trap angle. It'd be BC or pass. Yeah. I am going to be careful. If I was red hot last week, I'd get loose. You'd play BC. Oh, I'd lob a bomb at BC, but I'm going to stay away. But I think you capped it right, and if people want to get crazy, that's a possible teaser game. That's a game where you tease that, and now all of a sudden you got BC getting 32. I think it's a tease candidate. I think it's a tease candidate, sure. For, for later, for the pleaser teaser. Yes. Uh, noon has a number of these difficult games. Let's move right into another game that I think this is an I got you a dollar special. <laughs> Penn State might be the best team in the Big Ten, laying 14 and a half at Illinois. And I'm sorry. You know, I told you I was down on Illinois. Mm-hmm. They've done nothing to make me feel different. But this would be a spot if you played it. <sighs> I can't believe I'm uttering these words. If you play it, you got to go Brett Bielema's poncho. I don't know if I got the chops for it. Do you? I think that's the side because – Yes, Penn State's running the ball and Illinois is getting run over. That's like the surface-level analysis, Penn State going to roll. However, if there's any degree of respect for Illinois, and this is year three, Bielema trenches, this is the spot where you'd play him. Drew Aller, how closely did you watch that Saturday night game against West Virginia? And when I, I, I asked that because I didn't a lot going on. Aller got away with two first-half interceptions that were dropped. And this is his first road environment as a starter. Mm-hmm. If he makes an oops-a-daisy, it's a road game. Illinois bows up a little bit. Bielema trenches. 
You got 14 in the hook in your back pocket. If I bet this one, it would be Illinois. You're not, though, are you? I'm not. There's another noon game I am going to bet, though. Not this one. Are you going to bet this? I, I just can't get it out of my mind what Illinois has looked like. And we are still talking about James Franklin. We are still talking about the first true road test. It's a conference game. And what did I promise myself? I promised I wouldn't lay big points on the road, especially in conference games. But I'm with you. Noon, I have a different game I want to play. But I don't know that you even put it on the sheet. We got <laughs> Did a, we miss one? We got a film, a film reference here. The film Seven, What's in the Box. Mm. It ain't Gwyneth Paltrow's head. It's a game you didn't put on here. But go ahead. I I, I, well, I see it now. You don't typed it. Don't worry about okay. it. It's a live document, and I updated it live. Go to the game. You give the people a pick. Shake your ass okay. a little bit and pick for the people. Why don't I start with the Costa lock? I'm not. I, you no. I'm not. I tell you right now. If you're gonna lock this game, I'm gonna use that key. Go ahead. Go ahead. We've got LSU minus nine and a half in Starkville, Mississippi. Stark as, Vegas. As the Bulldogs play a noon kick on ESPN. I'm Costa locking Mississippi State. Give the reasons, give the breakdown, give the cap, and I will see if I can bless this. Bulldogs defense, 10 senior starters. They got a linebacker duo that went one and two in the SEC in tackles, pair of 100 tackle dudes. Last week, their defense, nine TFLs, four INTs, eight pass breakups, and they got a four-year starter, a quarterback that can sling it, cover a spread, hang around at home, Mississippi State. You play defense, you score enough points, you cover nine and a half. True. Now, my question is, what do we know about this team? Now, again, they played Southeast. They promoted Louisiana. their defensive coordinator to head coach. I'm banking defense for Mississippi State against Daniels, who I don't think you love as a passer from LSU. He'll put the ball in harm's way, both as a runner. He'll put his body in harm's way, and he'll, he'll leave the ball in some dangerous areas. All it takes is a turnover to flip this game, and I'm not even looking at outright money line. We're talking vitamins, nine and a half. My issue is I don't love the value in the number. You wish it was 10 or 10 and a half. Yeah, and, it, and I know, unicorns and wishes. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is there any element of this where you look at this game and go, can I get a better number live? That's my one concern with you taking the nine and a half the, pregame. Well, okay, the other side of the coin is we capped this right. Cowbells and chaos. And you, you never, never end up getting the number. Again. Yeah. It would be Mississippi State or pass. Mm -hmm. I just, the idea of taking nine and a half when you saw tens earlier in the week, that really bothers me. The other angle, it's a noon kick. Now, the, the noon kick could work. You wonder if that's a sleepy, sleepy spot start. for LSU. Yeah. Who's LSU got next week? Let's take a peek because we know week four is a better Pull that week. Up. Pull that up. I'm just interested. Is if it a little bit ahead. of a... Now, uh, yes and no. Next week, they get a home game against Arkansas that is a rivalry, the boot trophy deal. Yeah. They're not any good. Yeah. They're average. Rocket Sanders. Yeah. I like your play in the Bulldogs. I personally would want a better number. Okay. But I, I respect it. Oh, by the way, it's Stripe the Stadium. Uh, oh, in, for in uh, the Bulldogs, yeah. Stripe the Stadium, people. Bring your cowbells. No, the noon game I wanted to ask you about, I can't believe we're not on this. This is the most bullshit line of the week. <sighs> it's been moving, too, hasn't it? Yeah, this was when I was kind of grinding on some of the games. KSU minus five at Missouri in a noon kick. Time of taping here now on Thursday. KSU's laying three and a half at Mizzou. How are we not on the Tigers here? Because it's too easy, Kansas State. That's what I'm saying. How yeah. are we not on the yeah. Tigers? Yeah. Tigers, by the way, 8% of tickets make up 16% of the money. Did you like them in the SEC preview? I forgot. I thought they were going – them and Kentucky were my two – I don't love Tennessee. More on that later. Yep. Um, you know, I don't love South Carolina. Sure as hell, no one loves Vanderbilt. I don't think their own family likes them. I thought Missouri had a chance to be pretty good. And K-State away from the Little Apple. This is a weird game. You're going on the road. I kind of like Mizzou getting a three and a half here in a bit of a grimy defensive game. Now, again, I don't love Eli Drinkowitz. I sure as hell don't love their offense. But, Jim... That number looks so strange. Any thought process to taking the three and a half here with the home team, sleepy noon kick, for a team that in the SEC at least I thought had some upside in the East. Well, and isn't it 
basically an 11 o'clock kick time zone wise for them. So early. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a time zone Okay. But I like Kansas State overall as a team. Don't you? I mean, they brought back Howard and good offensive line and Kleiman's the reigning Big 12 champ. So why is it three and a half? I don't, I don't know. You got to ask yourself this is the these system, questions. not a system makes its way to college football. Edition. I didn't say it's system, not a system. Now, here's your problem. Well, the whole deal is it doesn't make sense. Home side getting points. Here's the other problem. Missouri last week played a god-awful Middle Tennessee State team mm-hmm. and only won 23-19. Why is this yeah. number three and a half? They played South Dakota in week one. Mm-hmm. Mizzou's played no one. Why is it three and a half? I don't know. Squirrely. When, when so you, you want don't add it to know your card? the answer... Okay. You ride. See, I'm I'm uh, trying not to be talked into more games. Fair. So I'm not going to play this, but why don't you put it on your card? You take wanna, your Tigers. I want to put it under advisement. Okay. I want to – can we star that? Come back yeah, to me yeah, at yeah. the end of the broadcast here because I'm trying to be careful how many games did I actually – see, I had five games on here. This is six-pack for you. You want the six-pack? Yeah. All right. It's under advisement. I'll get to it at the later stages of the broadcast. Go ahead. Let's get to the next game. We are out of the noon window, and we go into the 3.30 window. But first, this weird 2.30 start, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, top 10 in America, minus 34.5 against the Chips on Peacock. Can we have a conversation about Notre Dame? Yeah, because there ain't nothing to talk about your dog. I know. I agree. This is not here for me to, you know, pimp the Chips. 45-42 over New Hampshire? the hell's wrong with you? Yikes. And I showed you some of Burt's prowess throwing the ball. You can't throw a forward pass. No. Any interest in uh, laying a 34 and a half? That's the side I'd play. But I wanted to ask you, Notre Dame, is this a legit 10-11 win team? Is there a playoff conversation ahead for Notre Dame? I mean, next week they play Ohio State, so that's the tough part. But look, what they did to NC State was impressive. I mean, they were up seven. It's a tough road environment. Tony Gibson's defense is nothing to play with. And they ran away from him at the end. They're physical. Estime is as physical a running back as there is. Jim, I actually got to tell you something. I'm coming around on them. I'm coming around on Notre Dame because remember we did the preview? Everything coming out of South Bend to start the year was, we are physical. Mm -hmm. We're going to hit you. This is not a glamour team. And they're doing it. And, look, they'll maul CMU. I have no interest either side of this number. I do have one big spread I was going to play this week in honor of you. Um, But it's not this. I actually look at this and I go, you know what? They're like a welfare version of Michigan. And I wonder about next week against OSU. Ryan Day, hey, buddy, you're getting a preview of what the Wolverines going to bring to the table. I'm excited to bet the Irish next week. I wonder if Notre Dame's the huckleberry to actually do this. I thought I, last come year, around on them. Well, last year they flipped the script, won six of the last seven, and they did it with this physical identity. Yeah. Now you take that, it's still there, and you add a quarterback who can throw down the field, that's an 11-win team. That's a team that gets Ohio State at their, you know, at South Bend, team that gets USC in South Bend, and goes to Clemson, which no longer looks as daunting. That's an 11-win Notre Dame team. Any interest in Sam Hartman plus 1,000 to win the Heisman? Brand, Golden Domers. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Handsome devil. <laughs> and he's got this necklace story with, like, pieces of his ribs. Okay, that just creeps me out. Any interest in – I mean, look, if you're all in on the Irish, do you want their national title odds? What is it? I'm going to get them for you. Yeah, Any interest in him to win the Heisman? I mean, at plus 1,000, we're getting uh, – what's what's the deal here? Value. Ah. Um, Value. Okay, you can now put that away. Um, Notre Dame to start the year was plus 3,000. Let me pull it up right now. Hold Probably cut place. in half. Notre Dame sits at plus 2,200. Oh, so not quite yet. Now, if they beat Ohio State, the, the, this is what we talk about. All when right. to bet the future okay, before they boy, beat Ohio plant State. Plant your flag. I don't think they're winning the national title, but I think if you do, this is the time to bet it. He disappoints me, Evan. Oh. If Notre Dame goes 11-1, and one, they make the playoff. You think so? In. Yes. What's, what are the odds to make the playoff? Because I'd be more willing to bet that. This guy, I just texted out of it. Oh, boy. You pull it up. Why don't you pull that up while I go to the next game okay. and I tell people for the first time in my life, I'm going to come on these airwaves and I'm going to do something that is inconceivable. Inconceivable. I'm going to take a team I hate, inconceivable. I'm going to take a team I hate on the road, unthinkable. I'm going to take a team I hate, 
on the road laying a huge number, I'm unrecognizable. Alabama laying 32 and a half at South Florida. Why is the Saban revenge game? I was doing some digging, and while Nick Saban doesn't lose often, when he loses, God help the team who plays him next week. <laughs> they smash people, and against the number, Saban is nearly 60%, which, by the way, we always say it, 60%, you'd kill your mom to hit that amount of games. Here's the thing. South Florida, if you go by power rankings, South Florida is very similar to Middle Tennessee State. Alabama beat Middle Tennessee State 52-7. to I'm actually going to lay to 32 and a half that Bama's in a get-right spot here. They're pissed off. They've dealt with Nick the Prick all week. Everyone's told them how shitty they are. You want to work out the kinks? You want to get right? Boy, South Florida will be your huckleberry. I think Alabama goes and drops a 50-burger and crushes. And I'll take the historical trend. Trend betting's not that great, but I like this. I think Saban's going to demand a sharp performance here. I'm laying 32 and a half. This is, a, this is incredible. You're laying points on the road in college football. I learned it by watching you. <laughs> it's like the little commercial where the dad comes in with the box of crack. Who taught you how to do this? I learned it by watching you. Evan, it, it took till week three of this year. Mike is laying 30 points on the road. Never thought I'd see the day. Okay, take me through. Oh, the- I'm not telling you the cap's wrong. I, I'm, I'm on one hand very proud because these are games that you just didn't even consider before. No. This is a whole new world. Oh, Jesus Christ. Singing. I, 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 Part of it is this card. Part of it is I had to find five or six plays for the people because if I didn't do this podcast, I might bet one or two games tops. Uh, listen, do you hate, lukewarm, like, or love the cap? Like, you know, on, so, pi- on a pick level. So Bama is built with these 350-pound offensive linemen to lean on you and run the ball. And while they're not as dynamic, they don't need to be. And when they're up, three scores, four scores. What are they going to do? Run the ball and go up five scores. Make it six. Make it seven. Yeah, I think you're on the right side. The whole Nick Saban fired up. He said the problems were fixable. Now, you and you and I may disagree, but they're fixable against Southern Florida. And where, and where do you fix them? You fix them in a game like this. Yep. You fix them where now my fear, this is a planet Earth game. Everybody's betting. Everyone's on Bama. On Bama. Yeah. Everyone. I mean, it's a it's a grave fear. If there's a game I'm willing to kick off my card, it's this. I think you keep it in the spirit of trying new things, Mike. I'm gonna get my head taken off, aren't I? All right, let's Before go. Before we next. move on, yeah. Notre Dame to make the playoff. Plus five hundred Vandal. Five to one to make the playoff. I think you play it. I want you to play. I'll play. I want you to play that. Right you, you can play that live while I take you to the next game. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat, 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. A 3.30 kick on ESPN. This has been the rat line of the last two weeks. North Carolina laying seven and a half, hosting Minnesota. What? Now, you everybody knows my love for Drake May. But North Carolina is really weird. Week one, they play South Carolina and look amazing. They look amazing. Defensively, you went, oh my God, they have got it together now. And there was still a hope that Tez Watkins would get eligible at wide receiver. Well, he's not. He's not playing this year. And last week, their defense turned into a pumpkin, a.k.a. North Carolina defense. They gave up 1,000 yards to App State. Now Minnesota comes to town, and you go, wait a second. Minnesota looked atrocious against Nebraska. Couldn't crush a grape in a food fight. One by default. Someone had to win. Then you go and play Eastern Michigan, and they don't look that great there. Mm -hmm. And now they go on the road. And you're only catching seven and a half. They look unbettable, don't they? Yep. That is the moment I ride in with my cape. I am taking Minnesota plus seven and a half. Nobody wants them. Earth is on North Carolina. You know what Minnesota's going to line up and do? They're going to pound a rock. Mm -hmm. They play at one of the slowest paces in America. I don't like the Greek god of passing, Alathaka Kaka Bapadopoulos or whatever his name Mm -hmm. is. Yep, that's his name. But they're going to slow this thing down. And the North Carolina defense, to me, is way more last week than they were week one against South Carolina. Sure, they're not going to get, like, seven sacks a game. I'm not telling you Minnesota's winning this game. But seven and a half is a very powerful number when I think Minnesota is going to shorten this game. They are going to shorten the amount of possessions. And if you think there's going to be a compressed game flow, I think the seven and a half is a real powerful number here. It's just too easy to go, ah, Drake May, Minnesota blows, flex a weirdo. Give me Minnesota, play, ski you ma. I'm taking them. Sometimes we overthink this. Excuse me while I shake my own beverage. Yeah, go ahead. Sometimes we overthink this. Like we get in this, oh, I want to be on the, the sharp side. North Carolina is considerably better than Minnesota, and they're playing the game at home. I mean, what, what am I missing here? I know we do the whole, oh, they struggle with App State. Can we stop acting like App State's like this FCS upstart? Yeah, like, they're, they're a, a real school. program. They're not a good team this year. No, so they're a real program, though. Okay. They, they go in and challenge and beat the big boys all the time. Okay. So I'm not going to sit here and knock UNC because they had a tough battle with an in-state foe in, in App State. I didn't knock them. I said their defense turned into a pumpkin. It's factual. They won a 40 to 34 game. Well, if Minnesota can't get to 10 points, I'm not really sure what I'm afraid of. Then why is it seven and a half? Why isn't it 10? Why isn't it 12? In your world, give me 30. Is that what you want to give me? My point is there's a schema. This may be one of the largest quarterback disparities in college football this weekend. Say it with me. I will give up seven and a half. Say it with me. Ski. You. Ma. Challenge bet. What does that entail? Sweatshirt. <laughs> this man. I'm plus one in the sweatshirt game. I'm You're giving plus two you... in the sweatshirt game. You still haven't given me your recommendation my point from is, the Bama at Longhorn my point game. Is, my point is, if you win this challenge bet, you owe me no sweatshirts. What about, could go wrong? How about you put this on your record, and I'll put this on my record, okay. and we'll hey. watch college football hey. on a Saturday, hey. and we'll see who wins, All and right. we'll go from there. Listen, I just felt slander, okay, Okay, and I'm going to take that as disrespect, okay. and okay. I was just offering you an opportunity to not owe me a sweatshirt. That's I, how I view listen, it. I think you're thinking about this the way we try to as a podcast. I'm just trying not to overlook what I think is obvious. Bro, Sometimes bro. the public's right. Row, row, row. Um, it's and gross. I hate PJ Fleck. Uh, all oh, right, there we it go. all comes out. See, it comes out now. At one point, people, PJ Fleck was head coach at Western Michigan. Who's Central Michigan's biggest rival? Western. Who drilled CMU while he was at Western? PJ Fleck. Who's totally unlikable? PJ Fleck. I see what this is about. All right, the challenge bet is up. I am gonna. I'm gonna do the unthinkable. I'll take Minnesota. And now they'll lose 31-3. Perfect. 
Next matchup, 330 window, number 25, Iowa. Wait, we're not breaking down Northwestern and Duke? I don't have that on here. You're damn right you don't because we have lives. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, this one's not much better. Iowa is ranked, so, hey, yeah. top 25 matchup. Yep. They're giving 28 and a half as they host Western Michigan. First thought, why is Iowa giving up 20 and a half to anybody? Second point, Western's that bad. Are you playing this game? I am. I am. I am going to take a team that can't score 28, laying 28. We have talked about this. First things first, Western Michigan might be the worst team in America. In doing a little bit of reading in the Kalamazoo Picayune, now, in just canvassing college football conversations, Western has always had good quarterbacks. It feels like they've had a good quarterback mm -hmm. my entire life, dating all the way back to Tim Lester. Mm -hmm. They have no quarterback play whatsoever. It's a first-year coach. No quarterback room. They were down by 45 points at the half last week. Westerns, they played Syracuse. Western's program is in free fall. Now, I hate to see it. You say it right if you're going to say it. You just... Hate to see it. Right. This is a shutout candidate. It is. They may not score. Now, Iowa's defense looks absolutely fierce. But here's the other side of the coin. Now, you want to talk about overthinking it. Here we go. Brian Ferentz is the OC. Kurt Ferentz. Right. The daddy. In Brian Ferentz's contract, he has to average 24 points a game in order to keep his job. I you still maintain this should be standard in every offensive coordinator's contract. No doubt. My point is they haven't scored 24 yet. They've scored 23 and 20. This is a get-right spot. This is a mom, where's the meatloaf? You know, dad, leave me alone. It's I'm scoring. I think if, look. This is a keep your job game. If they got a chance to put it on them, they're going to put it on them. And, and here's, it's both ends of the spectrum. Iowa here, I could this just be a 35-3 a, a final? Yes. Yes. On one end, I don't know if Western can score. And on the other, they're hyper-motivated to put a number up. You think Iowa fans are pumped up winning 20-10 to 10 or 20-13? to 13? Mm -hmm. No. I actually like Iowa in this spot. Of course I wish it was 27 and a half. Well, that's why the sports book's in business. Here's the thing I will caution you. Caution me. When you bet Iowa, and I've been in this spot giving points, you find yourself rooting slash needing defensive touchdowns to cover the number. And that is maybe the worst way to watch a game where you're like, hey, they're up 10, they're up 17, but I'm not going to get there unless this team returns a punt for a touchdown, recovers a fumble for a touchdown, or gets a pick six. It's the most agonizing way to watch a game. You may get there by the end of four quarters, and they have every reason to throw the average back in line, but that's just, maybe don't watch it. Bet it, but don't watch it, because it can be not for the, not for the faint of heart. People, this is a betting card that is for the hardy only. This soup shop serves strictly chowder. You better. You got to have a hearty bowl of nutrition to bet some of this crap. I do you hate this? Am I crazy? You know, I get you are laying four touchdowns. I, and they may in not score two games this week. This is beautiful. This is horrible. <laughs> Watch Iowa win twenty to nothing. Never a doubt. Pulls away in their way, but still doesn't cover your spread. I'm going to lay to twenty and a half. Okay. Now, mind you, this is why I have total control of what I bet. These are not big bets. These are not BGBs. These are not, I, I'm, I'm being tactical, but what I will not do is bullshit our audience. I'm not going to come on this pod and bet two games. That's not fair to the people. We get their time. They listen. We have to bet some games. So within this awful framework of this card, I am, I, I'm giving you a cap here, mm -hmm. and I'm going with it. I think you need to do some outside-of-the-box things on this card. So I'll probably go 0-5. Um, I'm, I'm going to take Iowa. Next matchup, and I'm surprised you're not with me on this. What's up? This is 4 o'clock on Fox. This is Ryan Day's Ohio State laying 29 and a hook to Western Kentucky, and I want to play the Hilltoppers. I give you all the credit in the world, brother. I want no part of this. Take them through it. Well, let's take a shot here. We acknowledge Ohio State doesn't have the quarterback play they used to, so they're not putting up big totals. They don't have a run game to salt games away, mm -hmm. so you let a team hang around. And what's Western Kentucky? They returned the nation's leading passer from a year ago in Austin Reed. It's the same deal they were doing with Zappi. They sling the ball around. He's got his number one receiver, Malachi Corley, back this game. They're going to throw the ball 29 and a half for an Ohio State team that we're not high on. This feels like a spot to take a shot. Go for it. 
Okay, I'm not getting I, any pushback. It is a look-ahead spot. It, 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 Great this, point, too. Th- this game is in the dictionary as look-ahead. They got no, they got Notre Dame next week. And they got to go to them. And I could see Ohio State just pounding the rock, doing what they did against Indiana. I didn't think they looked that impressive early against Youngstown State. Jim, I, 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 I think if you forced me in an alternative universe where I was forced to pick this game, yeah, I'd take the 30 points of Western Kentucky, but yeah. I, I want no part of Youngstown would have covered this number last week, right? Wasn't that a 28-point game? Like 35-7, if I'm remembering right. 42 to 7. Maybe they got another one late. But Ohio State, running is running uphill for them. It is not easy. So I don't know that they're built to run away with this game. Western Kentucky built to come back, even even a garbage time cover. Of all the games you were going to take a stand on, I am really in disbelief this is is really. You'd say this. I I die on weird hills. It's part of the fun of the Costa Lock. Hey, man, I'm not going to talk you out of it. If this is one you love, brother, you go with it. But a boy, howdy, I am not a fan. Then again, I'm the asshole laying 28 with Iowa. Big yikes. All right, let's go. Five o'clock, Peacock, your team. What a disgrace, by the way. What a disgrace this is on Peacock. This is really the best game in America, quite frankly. And you got to stream this fucking thing. Washington laying 16 at MSU. Pac-12, Big Ten. I mean, I'm not telling you this is a clash of the Titans, but it's a really good football game. It's a good brand name game. Mm -hmm. And it's on Peacock at 5 in the afternoon. Well, they got to put some good games on Peacock or they're not going to get anybody to sign up for it. So take me through it. Obviously, I, you weren't here Monday. I laid out my take on the Mel Tucker thing. Why don't, why don't you give it a spin with your sanctimonious angle? <laughs> I'll climb no, high atop Mount Sanctimonious it's an, it's if you'd like. But no, I listened to what you said, and I've talked about it locally, and it's been covered quite a bit here. He's an idiot. Put it succinctly, he's a gross idiot. And now Michigan State's program is going to be swimming upstream. I mean, now, now to deal with this in the middle of a season at a time where the Big Ten's getting more competitive, Washington will be a Big Ten school next year. Mark D'Antonio's back, high in some capacity. Let's just talk football. Does Washington annihilate MSU through the year the way they did a year ago? Because it's still Penix, it's still those 2,000-yard receivers, and MSU secondary hasn't been tested thus far this season. So that's why the number is as big as it is, even on the road. I thought the number would be bigger. You think so? I thought it would, but it's just sitting there. Well, it was, what, it's teeter-tottered in that 14 to 17 range uh, with opened, all the off-field off stuff. It 16. Yeah. 70% of tickets, 87% of money's on Washington. But it's that, gone the other way. That number's sitting there. Here's the other interesting thing. The total. Total opened up around 60 Went down to about 57 and a half overnight, a two-point move. The total's at 55 and a half. My answer is I don't know. I really don't know what you're going to get. Look, we thought MSU, I, I thought a little more of them than you did, but mm-hmm. neither of us were, you know, I thought maybe seven and five. You thought five and seven, six and six. Yeah. What does Mel Tucker really do? Think about it. He does this, chops. Clap. He does this, claps. He was your version of Brady Hoke. And he sweats profusely. <laughs> is there a big difference with or without him? I don't think so, and the number indicates so. Sure. Now we look at it and go, okay. Last year's game had a lot more to do with MSU taking a horrific safety because the running back falls over. Um, blown assignments, nonsense. Jim, look, I, I can't pick a side here. I'm going to be watching the game as a fan. Mm-hmm. My question to you was, are you are you really comfortable with Washington flying across the country laying 60? If, or I got you a dollar. Why is that total flying down? What are we missing? This is silly. Is there anything to D'Antonio and a defensive quirk? He's a secondary coach. Mel was too, but clearly not a good one. What if it's, Is there any chance Harlan Barnett, DB guy, Mark D'Antonio in a room, in the lab together, they concoct a combo coverage yeah. and muck it up and they bow up and Look, they got everyone's dumping on the program. And probably, they got all new starters. Sure. So it's just a question. Wash, what if Washington comes here and it's a business trip and it's 34 to 20? Right. They don't cover and the game doesn't go over. But and MSU win. still wasn't anywhere close. It could be 34-13 right. late and MSU scores a garbage time touchdown. Look, I'm not taking a side. I think a it's side. a stay-away spot. I am because I have no read on, you know, what the team is feeling and what they're going to come out and do. I wanted to ask you about the total. 
Would you, you go da- under? Would you dare? You said it's 55. 55 and a half. Betting unders where Penix has a juicy matchup feels like a sticky but, spot to be but in. But what's MSU going to try to do now? Now, right. look, I don't love our running game. Nate Carter's showing to be one of the better backs in the but Big But it's 10. the same thing as two years ago. If you can't block for him, he's got to do all the work. And that's where I, MSU is a better passing team. Look, I'm staying away. I'm going to watch the game, try to enjoy it. It's been a long week, a lot of off-field nonsense. I want to just watch my team. But I wanted to offer the people an angle here. I didn't just want to throw my hands in the air and go, I got no idea. I, I think if you're betting it, that under is really interesting. It's going down for a reason. Maybe there's an injury we don't know about. Maybe we've overthought it. Maybe maybe Boise State's defense just blows. Mm-hmm. And maybe Michigan State's got a little bit better, which, by the way, they are. They are better. I'm, I'm not telling you they're good. I'm saying they're better. That's fine. Giving up 35 to someone isn't good. Do you think But that, a 35-17 final, you're not going over. This is a weird question. Are they galvanized? Like, this is such a weird situation for that team. Like, their coach is suspended. Right. About to be fired. It's procedural at this point. Are they galvanized or are they shot? Like, they're all here to play for this guy and he's gone. I think you're going to know right away. Yeah. And the last thing I want to do is tell the people what to bet. And then they're five minutes, they're holding their and ticket. They know. And they may as well be holding, you know, a bomb. But maybe this is that's a live angle to this, too, where you settle in and you go, hey, if, if they don't get steamrolled, yeah. start like, looking at... If states, if... And, and here's the other thing. What kind of crowd shows up for this? Should be sold out, Should right? be a huge... Yeah. Right. I want to watch the stadium. It. I think the total's interesting towards the under, okay. but we'll move along. Go ahead. All right, the next matchup, nightcap. Night heavy, as we say. My card is night heavy. Oklahoma State minus seven and a half. This game, where's this game at? I don't know if I have this written down right. Is this game what, in Stillwater? It's, it's in Stillwater. Yeah, okay, good. Oklahoma State minus seven and a half, hosting South Alabama. To quote the great hacksaw Jim Duggan, USA, USA, USA. You got to take South Alabama here. A, you need to get your money back. Mm-hmm. You bet on them and they screwed you. Yep. B, Oklahoma State has played three quarterbacks in both games this year. Ding, ding, ding. One of them is Mike Gundy's kid, Gunner Gundy, who stinks. Alan, Alan Bowman stinks. Awful. Their offense stinks. Mm-hmm. I dare I say South Alabama is the best team they faced, and you're going to yes. give me seven and a half. South Alabama, ten win team a year ago. The two losses, five Returning total points, eighteen starters. Yes. yes, yes, including the quarterback, most of the defense. They're the, the better on. team. Can I say they're the better team? Why not? I'll say they're the better team, and I'm getting seven and a half. I'll play South Alabama. Not a key. This isn't the Harvest Carnival, is it? No. No, we looked that up. I think that's like Cincinnati later in the season. And again. That's the homecoming. I I know you like Arizona State a little bit more than I do. I understand. They let me down. They went on the road. They won 27 to 15. Fine. I'm not impressed by that. That doesn't do anything for me. I mean, hell, the week prior, they were tied with Central Arkansas. Midway through the second half, they win 27-13. I think South Alabama on a neutral field beats Arizona State too. And the book is telling you that neutral field, bowl game, it's Okie State minus four. Yeah, I don't love the fact you're on the road, but I'm getting seven and a half. Come on, man. We got to do it. We USA. To. We got to take South Alabama here. Yeah, I'm high on them. I'm down on Oklahoma State. I'm getting flipped a touchdown and a hook. Yeah, I'm in. Are you in? I'm in. We're in. 100% I'm in. Perfect. Unity card. We keep going on the nightcap. Before we get to a grimier, very us play, Quick note, Nebraska minus 10.5 against NIU. Is there a play here? I put it on here for you. It's a Mac school. Nobody knows more about Maction than you. It's a Nebraska team that basically they have bearded Scott Frost coaching. Matt Rule, the first two games, nothing looks different. Jeff Sims is questionable, may or may not play. Maybe they're better if he doesn't play. Right. He's the quarterback, people. Um, and look, Northern Illinois... Six-year starter, Rocky Lombardi, regal hair, angelic. They play slow. They're going to pound the rock. You're getting a powerful number north of 10. I wanted to at least offer it. It's a bad card of games. You're Mr. Maction. NIU already has gone on the road, beating Boston College. Overtime. Any interest in NIU? NIU's a bunch of cockroaches. Okay, that's they, they, But no, nice. I'm serious. They lost last week to, like, what, Southern Illinois or something? It's ridiculous. 
Rocky Lombardi's got three picks to one touchdown to start the year. Doesn't matter. They won the Mac a couple years ago with him at quarterback. Like, they're cockroaches. Okay. I, the lean would be NIU. I'm not playing it, but if okay. you want to lean, they I, hang around and do stuff they're not supposed to. And Nebraska's thing. the king of letting people hang around and do stuff. This is one of the biggest bet differentials of the week. It's the other reason I put it on here. This was the Jim Costa game of the week. 25% of tickets make up 76% of the money on the Huskies, the men from DeKalb, Illinois. I wanted to, I just, I had to ask. It's tempting. It's a, I it's a, it's, had it's, to ask. You might talk me into it because. I had to ask. For all the, this is me the asking. anguish that NIU has given me. This is a chance for them to get me This is a me win. asking. Come yeah. on, Thomas Hammock's a beautiful man. They're, this. I think their program is rough. But this they, they is have, your game, yeah. champ. You know what? Add it to the card. I'm not, but he is. I will add it to the card. Perfect. NIU. What could go wrong? A lot. Um, let me take you to the swamp on Saturday night because I got to put my cape on. Florida host in Tennessee. You can't spell citrus without UT. Just as Florida, it looks completely unbettable. We make fun of Graham Mertz. We make fun of Billy Napier's little $10 haircut. Tennessee comes in. Joe Milton, he's got a golden arm. Josh Heupel, the offense. Brew McCoy. Mm-hmm. Tennessee on the road at night, swamp, back against the wall game for Billy Napier. Mm -hmm. And I can't believe I'm about to say this. Graham Mertz has been better than people realize. <laughs> hey, by the way, Graham Mertz has been better than the kid who took his job at Wisconsin. He's been better than Mordecai. Mm -hmm. I, I told you to start the year. I'm not high on Tennessee. Joe Milton is a physical specimen. But this offense doesn't fit what he wants to do. It's a timing, precision offense. Joe Milton is not that. And Florida, let's be fair about this. How many teams would go on the road to open the season at Utah, breaking in a new quarterback, and win that game? Few, if any. Do you think Tennessee would have? I don't. So now, you now here's the issue. It was seven and a half on the open. You got to take six and a half now. I'm betting Florida. This will come down to can their offensive line give Mertz enough time to make the throws because he's been good. Tennessee has been pressuring the shit out of people. It's been chaos on defense. Am I worried? Of course I am. But you, you have to be worried. You're taking, you're taking a seven-point dog. When I look at Tennessee, Jim, and you look at who they've played, okay, well, Austin P. 30-13. to 13. Not impressive, by the way. That game was close at the half. And then a horrendous Virginia team. Yep. Horrendous. And they poured it on them. They're going on the road to the swamp. It's going to be a brutal environment. I have to take the home dog here. I have to take Billy Napier's little $10 haircut. I'm taking Florida. You chopping? Chomp, Just, chomp. You're with me. All right, good deal. So here's the thought. This is gross. And, and this is the delivery of the week. It's brought to you by Hungry Howie's. The flavor crust pizza is the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. This is the delivery. This is... Billy Napier at night at the swamp. Do we know that Tennessee's any good? No, that's what and I'm that's telling you. That's part of what this is. Everybody's betting Tennessee. Do you realize the last time Tennessee won in Gainesville? 2002? Three. Three? Okay, I knew it was like 20, 20 years ago. years. Florida's been great in that time and not so great in that time. Yeah. And it does not matter. I'm going to tell you, it's a great teaser game. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a the... great teaser game to get you to, you know, 12 and a half or something. Sorry, but, but, but even last year, it was a squeaker, right? With Hendon Hooker and Tillman and Hyatt. Last year, they won, I think it was by four or five points. Now they're going to the swamp without those guys. Without Napier them. insisted on running tempo down late, and guess who he beat? Me, because I bet Tennessee, and that's why the Tennessee is the, the dog holding the L ornament. Mm -hmm, from the ornament's shame last year. They're going to run the ball. They're going to put some beef up front. And if Joe Milton misses a couple passes, he doesn't have those reliable targets downfield. It's the whole thing you said about Minnesota. Shrink the game, but at least this one's at home and it's at night. Yep. I'll back the Gators. I love it. Chomp, chomp. Love it, love it, love it. Let's move on. Backyard brawl, Saturday night, ABC. West Virginia minus two and a half against Pitt. These teams are both kind of mediocre, to be polite. I want no part of this crap. Do you have any, any handicap at all? 
No, I was hoping you did. Moonshine I, in Morgantown? I Neil Brown backed into a corner? No, definitely not. Definitely not. I can't do it, buddy. Your Kevich sacked five times last week. Buddy, what is your play? Because I'm not playing it. Oh, don't die. You, you. you well, it's, actually, it's, come on. It's content. It's the big game Saturday night ABC rivalry. This game went away for a decade. It's, it's back as of last year. There, it's going to be loud in Morgantown. You know, you missed. The lean would be West Virginia. You missed a 3.30 game I wanted to ask you about. We do this chronological. I apologize to oh, you. Oh, no, it's what, a night, what, it's a night game. What did I slate you? It's a night you? game. It's okay. a 7 o'clock kick. It's disgusting, but it warrants your attention. I need okay. your advice. We had a nice play on Toledo a couple weeks ago. It's mm -hmm. a weird game. They are at home hosting San Jose State. Now, San Jose State's got the quarterback who's like the all-conference all MVP guy. Is it Cordero? Mm-hmm. He's good, too. Any interest in the San Jose State Spartans grabbing seven and a half from UT at the glass ball? They're two really good, uh, uh, not mid-major, but group of five teams. And Earth is on Toledo. Earth. Anything there? Yeah, I think I would lean San Jose State because they can score points, and you said it's seven and a half. And here's the thing. Toledo's probably winning the MAC this year. They get a good team back. Daquan Finn. Got his name right. Yes. Not a great passer. And if it's some third and longs and you get him in a bad spot, get a stop, get a turnover, high-scoring game. So you're playing this? I'm not playing. Okay. It. I'm just seeing. He's Gavin, just feeding me MAC Gavin, games. I'm just being the devil on the shoulder just trying to get him in. We into start this. the podcast. We go, this is the worst week. All the matchups suck. Go ahead, go light on your card. Don't overbet it. Mike's like, how about NIU? How about Toledo? Have you considered this? Hold how about up, some of that? Go back to this. Milan Putzker Stadium. The Glass Bowl. No, no, no. No, no, no. West Virginia Pitt. Oh, okay. I'm like, Yard Brawl, Neil Brown. How's Pitt been stopping the run this year? That's my one question to you. I am lacking on my Well, they Pitt. just lost to Cincinnati. I'm lacking on my Pitt video. Now, they were seven and a half point favorites. Favorites. Lost the game. Couldn't protect their own quarterback and couldn't run the ball. Those are concerns if you're Pitt and now you're going on the road. Now, West Virginia's corners are their weakness. And and uh, the, the the quarterback for Pitt, um, BC transfer, Yurkovich oh, oh, or Yurkovich, yeah, Phil Yurkovich, yeah, Yurkovich. Yeah. He, he's got an arm. He could test West Virginia's weakness. He's just got to have time. This game has crossed the bridge. Yeah, Pitt opened up as a two point dog, and now they are all the way out to a two and a half point favorite. Fifty seven percent of bets, seventy five percent of money. What are we looking at? I had West Virginia. On West as a Virginia. Favorite. I said, I'm sorry. West Virginia opened up as a two point dog. Okay. It's crossed the bridge entirely out to two and a half. Okay. Home team at night, laying less than a field goal. You want to go West Virginia? You made the cap. I'm in the business of talking you into games, even though I promised we wouldn't. Yeah, do but this. I'm gonna end up playing 12 games by the time this is over. Well, that's why I try to, you know, add value to this podcast. Any any interest in Neil Brown defending the Den minus the two and a half? Their offensive lines back. Four or five starters. Yeah, they, Gerald, hung, they hung in a little bit with, uh, with Penn State. Green. They've already played a tough team, tested. Yep. Green, Green is a mobile quarterback. You extend a third and two, you're not supposed to. You don't want to bet against those guys. The Cam Rising mold, the guy who just finds a way to keep a play alive. I'm not comparing Green to Rising, but style of play. I understood what you were doing. I didn't take offense to that. Come on, what do you want to do? I'll play it if you'll play it. But isn't everybody betting it? About half the tickets, okay. but it's most of You know what? Mountaineer Nation. Let's ride. Moonshine. All I'm adding around. it to the card. I'm going to add it to the card. I'm going to lose this game. Man's He's on the field. He doesn't care. I'm talking like Kevin Harlan. I I'm adding why West Virginia. Why does our record suck next week? Uh, here's why. Uh, come on. Just add it to the card. Add right. it to the card. Will you please? All right, perfect. Add, add it to the card. faith in the process. Now, now you got. I got to take you to a matchup that you would not have put on this card. What's that? That like? no one is going to actually watch. What's that? You have to watch. It's an iPhone 5 only. I will not. If you have it. a 6 or a 7, you can't stream it. What is it? This is New Mexico, New Mexico State on the Mountain West Digital Network. I'm going to go get my this lunch. This is the Rio Grande rivalry. I'm, 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 can I go get my lunch from my office, please? We have, I, you, we have two on. more games, so you can't this leave. This is absurd. I'm playing it, though. I'm not bringing it up just to bring it up. I'm playing it. What on earth? Jerry man, Kill. Why? Jerry Kill's the coach at New Mexico State. Kill me. Quarterback's back. He can run. Offensive line's back. Running back's back. They will run the ball against the New Mexico team that lost its D.C. and its seven leading tacklers from a year this ago. 
I'll take a point and a half no, on the road. No, no. Diego Pavia? No. Yes. The answer yes. is no. I, I, I don't care if I don't have a magical Costa key. No. What? No. Why not? Do not do this. This is the type of off-brand, low-brow, classless shit that you do. I gave a real a handicap. It's I didn't flip no, a coin. No, no, it's not a handicap. It's a cry for help. You're not betting this game. This is fucking ridiculous, and I'm stopping you. Evan, I'm putting it on the card. Don't put this on your card. Please don't do this. Evan, Please. give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Will you enable this behavior? No, Evan, that's, don't. That's not one thumb up. That's two thumbs up and no middle fingers. Evan Jenkins, a gentleman. That's what friends do, Mike. I am going to... All right, here's I'm pouring how much, over the Mountain West Digital Network at the end here's of my how, Saturday. All right, here's how much I hate this bet. You ready? Yeah. You win this bet, you don't owe me a sweatshirt. Nice. Okay. You lose this bet, you're off the podcast. <laughs> Why don't you just now, bet New Mexico? how much do you love this game? Why don't you bet New Mexico? Bet the other side of it. Because I watched them against Texas A&M, and they're... They got bombed. Hold on. You really want to do a challenge game in the Battle of New Mexico? <laughs> I'm sure we have big listenership in the state of New Mexico. In Los Cruces? Yes. I do not want to play. If, if you force me to bet this game just blindly. Aggies or Lobos? It'd be, a, it, it, it'd be the home team. You take the Lobos. I don't, I'll I'm take not the putting Aggies. this on my card. I have self-respect. Okay, I don't. I'll take the Aggies. Last game. He loses this game. I'm going to tell you right now, Evan. He will never hear the end of this. People, do not follow this man into your own demise. Last game of the night, rivalry matchup in Colorado. Oh. How about this little rivalry at night? You get backyard brawl, you get Battle of uh, New Mexico, you get the game in the swamp, and you get Colorado, Colorado State, 10 o'clock on ESPN. Coach Prime, minus 23 and a half. File this under things I never thought I'd see this year is Colorado being favored by 23. This was going to be a play all week until I read Colorado State head coach Jay Norvell's comments. Quote, I take my hat off and sunglasses off when I talk to adults. Well, you just got yourself launched out of a cannon. Why would you talk shit before playing Colorado right now? They don't need to be more aggrieved. Uh, Colorado's the walking festivus for the rest of us. I got a lot of problems with you people. They find they are aggrieved at everything anyone does. Jim, I am now, this game came off my board. Colorado's not earned the right to be favored by 24 over anybody. But because Norvell did that, you know what's coming now. Colorado will rub it in if given the chance. You know what I hope? I hope Dion gets the largest sunglasses. Remember when the big hats were making a run? I hope he gets one of the big hats, but also sunglasses where the lenses are bigger than his face. He looks like Lady Gaga And he just out walks there. out and he's like, hey, uh, how about that game? I hope he is the most obnoxious with the hat and the sunglasses. He I hope be. so. He will be. I, I I am not touching this game with a 10-foot pole You now. would have otherwise. I really thought the Colorado market had gotten so out of control, so overpriced, so ridiculous, we needed to begin coming in and betting against them. But now that Norvell has given the bulletin board, I, I'm, I'm, I'm staying totally away from it. And it really bums me out. Did you see the spread for week four look ahead, Colorado, Oregon? What is it? Oregon minus 14 and a half. Is it in Boulder? I think it's in Eugene. Oh, if that's in Eugene, I'm dropping the hammer. But I think that's the book telling you they don't think Colorado's that good. No, they're not that good. I know. But we just haven't had a chance to cash out on it. Yeah, well, we're, patience, Miyagi. Patience. Bet on, bet off. Yeah, that game is in Eugene, Autzen. Oh, I laid a hammer on that one. Are you kidding me? Week four, better week. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get there. I'm not touching this Colorado State game. All right, here's the board. Here, all right, here's a question. Out of friendship, do we each take one of these games off our board? You have eight plays. I got seven. Trim it down in the spirit of this week's episode. I know which one I'm taking off your board. Oh, we get to pick one to take off the other person's I don't know. Board. It was an idea. I like that. That's a little uh, I, I, a, tw a fun listen, twist. Respect yourself a little more. You get to pick which one of these you take away. New Mexico State or NIU? You pick for me. That's what this is. New Mexico State. Okay. Take that game off your board so I can actually respect so you. So mad if Jerry Kill gets right. this win in a massive rivalry now the Mountain we, West Digital Network. Now we both have seven games. Yeah, but I got to take one off for you now. No, no, you don't. Here's my board. <laughs> South Alabama. <laughs> what a scumbag. 
<laughs> South Fine, Lucky sevens all around. Boom, the there slot machine that episode. Is. I got USA plus the seven and a half, Mini plus the seven and a half, Florida plus the six and a half, Mizzou plus the three and a half, West Virginia minus two and a half, and then I'm doing something obscene. Bama minus 32 and a half, and Iowa minus 28 and a half. What do you got, Jimmy? I'm going Mississippi State plus the nine and a half and Stark Vegas Costa Lock at noon. North Carolina minus the seven and a half. South Alabama plus the seven and a half. Western Kentucky, 29 and a half against the Buckeyes. NIU plus 10 and a half against Nebraska. I'll join you with the Swamp Play, Florida Chomp Chomp, six and a half. And Morgantown at night, backyard brawl. We go West Virginia minus two and a half. If you want the teaser pleaser, here's the way I'd do it. Gators plus 13, USA plus 12 and a half, Mini plus 13, West Virginia plus three, and Mizzou plus nine. That would be your teaser pleaser if you wanted to mess with it this week. I don't love it. Be warned. That's the episode. Your NFL picks coming at you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. As always, rate, review, subscribe. Now do it right. Rate, review, subscribe. I will do it next week when the card warrants it. Value. Sure. What Was that thing talking on its own? That thing talking on its own. I hate you. All right. We're done here. We're done here. That's the episode.